Okay, we're learning Daf Ches Amin Aleph. The Mishnah here is continuing a series of Mishnayos that began in Zayin Beis, and the Mishnayos are contrasting, comparing, and contrasting different things. What's the difference between Yom Tov and Shabbos? What's the difference between Shabbos and Yom Kippur? And the Mishnah here is contrasting different types of Nedarim. What's a Nedar? A person has has the ability, by way of making a Nedar, to make something of somebody else usher to him, or to make his things usher to somebody else. That's called uh, a nether. So the Mishnah says, Ein bin hamudr There's no difference between somebody who's mudr hanamechavero, meaning he's prohibited by way of a nether to have any hana, to have any pleasure from his friend's things. There's no difference between him, lemudr hamimenu meichel, to somebody else who's mudr, who's prohibited by way of a nether, to have from him meichel, any food, which really means anything that can lead to food, anything related to food. We'll see the extent of it in the Gemara. But that's what the Mishnah is saying. There's no difference between somebody who's not allowed to have any hana from his friend and somebody who's not allowed to have hana that pertains to food, Ella, except for the following two things. There's two differences. Number one is Brisa Saragel. Walking through his property. If he's mother hana, Michavero, he's not allowed to have any hana, so he's not allowed to walk through his property. But if he's not allowed to have hana that has to do with food, then of course he could walk through his property. And also, Kalim, She'ein Osin Ben Ochonavish. The other difference is, Kalim, tools, utensils, that you don't make with them food. So if he's mudr hana so he can't use these things. It's a, it's a hana, he's having a benefit from him. But if he's only mudr mimenu if he's only not allowed to have any hana that pertains to food, so these kalim, these tools, these utensils, are not used for making food. Now Rashi says, if people would otherwise rent them, and it would cost money to gain access to them, and, and this person is going to give it to you for free, so then that would be usher, because even though the tool itself, the item itself, has nothing to do with food, but the fact that you're saving money, that money can be turned into food. So then it would be included in the netter. And the Gemara says, if the Mishnah talks about kalim that you don't cook, but it's mashma that the Indian meaning regarding kalim, tools, utensils, that you do make with them food, the same. In other words, that's included in the netter. A netter... Not to have food means a netter not to only have food, but also not to have anything that leads to food, including the pots and pans that you cook the food in. And also the Mishnah said, Risa Saragel, if you're not allowed to have a regular enough from him, so you're not allowed to walk through his property, otherwise you're allowed to walk through the property. The Gemara says, but inshi, but people are not mocked on that, meaning to say people generally allow their neighbors, strangers even, to walk through their property. You know, their front yard, their backyard, if it doesn't bother them, they let people walk through, they don't charge them money. So the Gemara is bothered, what kind of hana is it? If they would have otherwise charged money, and now they're not charging money, so it's like the person who's benefiting, he's getting that amount of money, that's a hana. But if people aren't mak, but it doesn't cost anything to walk through, why is that considered a hana? So Amr Rav says, Rav, well, Hamani, the time of the Mishnah, is the words of Rabbi Eliezer. The Mishnah is the words of Rabbi Eliezer, Dhammer, who holds vitr is aser b'mudr hana. Vitr means things, vitr, things that people are mevateran, things that people are mochal on, they, they let go. In other words, they don't charge, it's still aser b'mudr hana. It's still aser to get from somebody who you're not allowed to have enough from. Meaning to say, true, he wouldn't charge me money. True, it wouldn't cost anything. But it doesn't mean I'm not having enough. I'm walking through this property. And when I walk in this property, I'm gaining. So others hold that is only considered hana if otherwise it would have costed money and saving the money. No. As long as it's hana, even if it wouldn't have costed money, even if it's vitr, things that people would have otherwise forgotten about, it's asr, it's asr in the case of somebody who's mudr hana.
The next Mishnah contrasts Nedarim and Nedavos. Nedarim and Nedavos are Karbanos. A person can obligate himself to bring a carbon in one of two ways. Another is where he says, Hare Alai. In other words, I accept upon myself. Literally, Alai means upon myself. The uh, I accept upon myself the uh, the obligation of bringing the carbon. And in Nedava is where he says, Harezu, carbon. This animal is a carbon. He doesn't accept it upon himself. He simply points to an animal and says, this is a carbon. So in the first case, he says, I accept upon myself an obligation to bring an animal. And then he sets aside an animal to fulfill that obligation. That's another. In the second case, he sees an animal. He says, I hereby make this animal uh, into a carbon. So there's no difference between the two. Both animals have to be brought as a carbon. Ella, what's the only difference? Shanadarim, Chayv Bachrizin. In the case of another, where he said, I accept upon myself to bring a carbon, and he sets aside an animal to fulfill that obligation, if something happens to that animal, Chayv Bachrizin, he's Chayv Bachrizin, meaning he's responsible to make it up. But in the case where he simply set aside an animal, and he said, Hare Zu, carbon, this animal is a carbon, if something happens to it, he's Chayv Bachrizin, he doesn't have to, to make it up. So the Gemara is Medayik, hollering in Baal Ta'acher, regarding Baal Ta'acher. Baal Ta'acher means not delaying. In other words, it's Allah, when a person makes a nether, he has to be quick in uh, in fulfilling the nether. Baal Ta'acher means you're not allowed to delay. So when it comes to a carbon, you have three regalim, three amim tovim, by which to bring the carbon. So the Gemara says, if the Mishnah doesn't find any difference between the Darim and the Davos, other than and that you're chayv b'achayusan, and then in Dov you're not chayv b'achayusan, it must be the linen bal ta'achir, zev zeshav, and they're both the same. So you have to bring both the nether and the nedava before the, the shalashakalim wrap. Now the Gemara goes on to discuss the difference between a nether and a nedava. What is a nether and a nedava? The Mishnah says, Ezehu nether, what's a nether? A person says, I accept upon myself to bring a carbonella. Ezehu nedava, what's a nedava? Ha'omeharezu ola. He points to the animal first and says, this is an Ola. Umar bein nedarim nedav. What's the difference? Nedarim, if he says, Harei Allah, and then he sets aside an animal to fulfill that nether, if if they die, oh, they ignore, they are stolen, oh, they're lost, and he has to replace them. Nedavos. But if he just points at an animal and says, I'm going to bring this animal to carbon, Mezu, if they die, oh, they are stolen, oh, they're lost, and he doesn't have to replace them. So how do we know this? Where do we see in the Pasuk a difference? The Tanurban, so the Gemara brings a Bryson. Now the Bryson is dashing a Pasuk. The Pasuk says, So the literal translation of the Pasuk is, means when he brings the carbon, it's referring to a carbon and it says, the carbon will bring a ratzon from Hashem to him, and that ratzon will be to atone for him. In other words, when a person brings a carbon, so the carbon will bring about a ratzon from Hashem to atone for him for, uh, you know, whatever it is he's bringing, that he's bringing the carbon for. But the Gemara, the Bryce is darshaning it differently. The Bryce is darshaning it. When will it uh, bring about a ratzon? Meaning to say, when will the person who made the nether be considered to have fulfilled his nether and there will be a, a positive ratzon from Hashem? In other words, he's okay. He's, 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 done, he's, been, he's done what he has to do. When is it venir L'chaper. When he actually brings the kapara. When he actually brings the kapara. The kapara. And when does he have to do that? When does it only, when is it only, uh, nir When he actually brings the kapara? Alav. So what does it mean? Alav, Rabbi Shimon Omer. Es sha'alav. The kind of carbon that's alav. Chayv bachar 
that is chayiv to, to make up. Vesheinu olav, and that which is not olav, enu chayiv vacharis, that he doesn't have to make up. Now, my mashma, how's it mashma from the word olav, that, that's a nether. Right? We're saying that a nether, he's chayiv vacharis to make it up. And what's a nedava, he's not chayiv vacharis, he doesn't have to make it up. What's a nether? What's olav? How does olav imply a nether? Amrav Yitzhak, Barav Nimi, could go into Amrav, it's like he said, a lie. It's on top of me, it's, it's like somebody who's carrying it on his shoulders. That's what it's like. In other words, when he says, it's literally like he's saying, it's on top of me, it's upon me. He accepts upon himself the burden of bringing the carbon. What's the burden? What's the alai? The alai, the connotation is that if something happens, I have to uh, I have to make it up. That's the connotation of alai. Okay, the next Mishnah deals with a zav. What's a zav? A zav literally means a flow, and it's referring to a uh, an abnormal seminal flow. That a person becomes tame, a male becomes tame when he has such a, a flow. It's called a re'ia, and uh, the mission distinguishes between the different amount of times that he sees. Ein bein There's no difference between a zav who sees two rias. He has two flows, the rashalosh, and a zav who has who sees three rias. He has three flows, elokarbon. The only difference is that when he has two rias, two flows, he has to bring. He doesn't have to bring the carbon. When he has three re'iyas, three flows, then he does have to bring a carbon. Now, actually, says it could be one re'iyah on one day and another re'iyah the next day, or it could be two re'iyas in the same day. Okay, so Gemara's Medai, call it any Mishkav regarding uh, what he lies down upon, or what he sits upon, meaning the status of the Tumah of that and what's below it. So, in other words, Allah is what you sit on, or what a Zav sits on, or what a Zav lies on becomes like an avatoma, becomes a very high degree of toma, and it doesn't matter if he's actually touching it, it could be there's two or three or four, or 11, you know, ten layers, and they all become tamay, that's mishkav umayshav, shiva, meaning after a person has two or three flows, two or three iyas, he becomes tamay, and the only way to become tahar is to count seven days of having nothing flowing up, zevazashavin, two and three are the same, the only difference is whether you have to bring the karban, but whether it's two or three, He's metame mishkav umoshav. He has to count seven clean days before he becomes tahar. So So how do we know this? Where do we see this? The Gemara says the Tan Rabbanan and Sabraisa. Rabbi Simayom, Rabbi Simayom says mana kasuv shtayim v'karatame. Rashi, Rashi brings the pasuk over here. The pasuk says the word zav twice. It, it lists two times the word zav, and then it calls him tame shalosh. And then there's another pasuk where it lists three times the words of Vakaro Tame, and then it calls him Tame. So what does that mean? Is he Tame after two times having a Riyah? Two flows or after three times? Okay, it's that. Shtayim Latoma, after two times he becomes Tame. Shalosh, and only after three times, then Lakarbon, then he has to bring a carbon. Now how do I know to say after two times he becomes Tame, and after three times he has to bring a carbon? Vehemer, Shtayim Latoma, Vlulakarbon, maybe after two times he'll become Tame, but he won't yet have to bring a carbon. Shalosh only after three times the carbon, then he has to bring the carbon, and then he won't be tummy. Now it doesn't mean that he won't be tummy at all. It means to say that whereas after two times maybe he has to become, he'll become tummy and he needs seven days to become tar, maybe if there's a third time, maybe then he only has to bring the carbon, but the tumma isn't so severe that he should have to wait seven days. So when he says, no, can't be Amrit, you say to that, actually, before he saw three, Rosh time he saw two. Meaning to say, how does he go? down in, in Tumma when he goes from two to three. If he became so tummy that he needs seven days 
clean days after seeing twice. So how does he become less tummy after seeing three times? So it doesn't make sense to say that the is going to go away. It's got to be that after two times he becomes tummy and the tummy remains, and after three times he has to bring a carbon in addition. carbon. Maybe after two times he has to bring a carbon right away, and then does not yet become tummy for seven days. Shalosh, only after he sees three times, then he becomes aflatum, and then he also becomes tamei for seven days. So the Gemara says, Lo No, that we wouldn't say, because it says in the rice of a keeper, all of a Hashem. It says at the end of the parsha of the Zav, the Kohen brings a carbon, and he's mechaper, he atones for the Zav, lifni Hashem before Hashem, mizovo. Mizovo means from the zovo, from the flow, from the tumma that came about. But the Gemara's Medaic, the word Mizovo can be read as of, of the Zov, meaning not all of the Zov, but some of the Zov. Not every time he becomes a Zov, not for all the different amounts of flow does he need to bring the carbon. Mikta Zavin, some Zavin, meaning after a certain amount of times, maybe in carbon, maybe in carbon. Mikta Zavin and some Zavin, after a different amount of times, maybe in carbon. Okay, so, uh, so when has it played itself out? When do you bring the carbon? When do you not bring the carbon? Rush, Allah, if he sees three times, maybe then he brings the carbon. Shtime, if he only sees two times, and maybe he doesn't bring the carbon. How do we want to say it that way? Well, you know, Allah, or maybe you should say the other way around. Rush, time after seeing twice, maybe then he brings the carbon. Rush, Allah, after seeing three times, anyway, maybe. No, you can't say that because I'm, because he say, actually, Rush, Allah, Rush, time, because before he saw three times, he saw two times. And if after two times, he's kind of a carbon, the chiv isn't going to go away. So what we're going to say here is, after two times, he becomes tame, and he needs seven days to become clean, and after three times, then he's high of a carbon. Now it's interesting. We have here two drashas. We have Rabbi Simai counting that it says twice in the pasuk zav, and then it says tami, and then in the other pasuk it says three times zav, and then it says that he's tami. And then we have the pasuk that says mizovo. Not every zav has to bring a carbon. Only some zav brings a carbon. So the Gemara says, why do we need both drashas? This Rabbi Simai. You need Rabbi Simai who's counting two and then tami and three and then tami. And I need the pasuk that says mizovo that not every zov brings a carbon. Why do I need them both? If all I would have is the pasuk that says two times and then he's then tummy and three times and then tummy, half I mean I would say kikush like the kasha, right? Maybe after two times he's chayes to bring a carbon and only after three times he becomes tummy. So therefore, kamash um, mizayv. That's what the pasuk says mizovo that not every zov brings a carbon, only one of them. Uh, but if we only say Mizovo, that not everyone brings a carbon, only one of them, I wouldn't know after how many riyas. Maybe after four riyas he brings a carbon. So that's why Rabbi Simai comes to say, after two times it says Tamei, and after three times it says Tamei. So I know that only after one of those is he going to be high of a carbon. So after three times, then he's going to be high of a carbon. After two times, though, he'll already become Tamei for seven. The Gemara says, So now that you said, that Mizovo is the drasha. When it says Mizovo, that's considered like an extra lashon, and you can make a drasha out of it. So when it says also, Vichitar Hazav Mizovo, and when the Zav will become Tahar, Mizovo from the flow, my drasha, what are you going to darshan with that pasa? So the Gemara says, So that we need, look at a tiny for what it says in the Brisa. It says in the Brisa, Vichitar Hazav, Vichitar Hazav, the Brisa is darshaning the pasuk in stages. When the Zav becomes Tahar, so that means the Kishayifsok Mizovo. When he stops, uh, when he stops the flow. In other words, Vichayitarazav means when the flowing stops. So that's when he begins the process 
of, uh, of let's say, counting seven days towards becoming tar. And it could have just said, It didn't need to say, Mizovo. When it says Mizovo, it means Mizovo, Velo Mizovo Unigo, when it stops flowing. But it doesn't have to, but it doesn't have to stop Tavinega. So I think what it means is, if let's say the person has a flow, and he's telling me because of that, and he also has a nega, he has a nega tsaras, he's a mitzara. So the halacha would be that as long as the flowing stops, he can begin to count seven days, and then he'll be able to go to the mikvah as soon as the nega tsaras goes away. And then he says again, mizovo v'safar, the pasuk continues, and it says v'safar. So he reads it, mizovo v'safar. He's going to count seven clean days, mizovo, and Limi, that teaches Al-Zav, Baal-Shteh-Riyas, that teaches that a Zav, who's a Baal-Shteh-Riyas, who only has two Riyas, two flows, Shetan Svira Shiva, he already needs to count seven days. So from here we learn all these things. V'chiyitar Azav, when the Zav becomes Tahar, when the flow stops. Mi-Zovo means when the flow stops, and if he has a Nega, the Nega doesn't have to go away, even if the Nega is still there, as long as the flow stops, he can count. Mizovo v'safar, and when there's a little bit of zovar, he has to count seven days. That teaches us that even after only two riyas, he has to count seven clean days, not only after three.